Welcome to the Love Sport Podcast. This is Paul, your host, joined by John and Pete. And tonight we're going to do our jersey bracket, or the start of it. So John will explain it a little bit later. And we'll also talk general sport, including the Aussies' fantastic win in the T20 World Cup. This is the Love Sport Podcast. We're asking you, should we stay or should we go? Podcast. I'm Paul, your host, joined by my co-host, John and Pete. Hey, hey. awesome to be able to be here and uh, chat some sports with you guys. Uh, morning, everyone, and uh, really pleasure to be here. Fantastic. So we might as well start off, uh, for those who listen to us sporadically or don't listen to us at all, we're going to put out our credentials right now and say that we are very poor at picking um, things like cricket. So I just want to start out with the T20 World Cup, guys. A guy I said should be dropped from the team, Dave Warner, his player of the tournament. A guy I said should never play for Australia again was the player of the match in the final in Mitch Marsh. And uh, the Aussies, after an early loss in the tournament, take home the biggies. I can tell you an interesting story about Mitch Marsh. I've got a, in amongst my memorabilia in here, I, I won an actual a light-up globe. You know, I'm a geography teacher. And I want to yeah. light up globe for my man cave. It's something I love. Um, and it's got a little light and it comes on. And it's a globe. And we named it Sean Marsh, uh, uh, Mitch Marsh, about five years ago. Because every time we, we watched him play, he was walking back with a globe next to his name. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's done well. You know, you can only take your hat off to those guys. Uh, come with the moment, come with the, the players. And I'm, I still can't believe they won it. And I don't think anyone else can believe it. I don't think they're the best T20 team in the world. But on the night, it was all right. So well done. All you can do is take your hat off to them and everyone can go home and get ready to try again next time against Australia because Australia has an incredible culture of winning in cricket. And um, it's all gone quiet over there. I haven't heard many of my uh, English cricket mates uh, pipe up in the last couple of weeks, mate. I've noticed they've gone a little bit quiet. quiet. You know how it goes, mate. I think everyone's (laughs) in shock. But, uh, you know... I. Everyone knows exactly where it's at with T20 and one-day cricket for Australia in the last couple of years. And I think the Test Series is going to be exciting. Like I said, uh, what, what, I can't say it any other way other than Australia's got an incredible pedigree of winning cricket tournaments and they did it again. You've got to take out of them. I think the Ashes, and I said it before the T20, I think the Ashes is going to be a letdown. I, think, I honestly think, I think Australia's going to win it 3 or 4-0. It's incredibly hard conditions here for the for, for England to come over and play. It's just, it's hard for players here to play on the different pitches. I, that's just my opinion, mate. I think it's going to be incredibly hard for England to beat Australia in the Ashes. Right. So well, it won't mind. coming over, so um, you know they maybe should listen to you and not bother. I was going to say, <laughs> with that in mind, then the obvious thing is it will actually be an incredible series. It will be edge of your seat entertainment. Uh, that, you know, it won't be a whitewash by any means. It will be, you know, competitive games in every scenario because, as we know, Paul, your predictions haven't been spot on, so maybe we should ask the Oracle. We'll get the Oracle in before. Yeah, good call. That's a very good call. But I will say this, New Zealand, um, the best team all round in in cricket at the moment in my mind and uh, an incredibly humble team and their congratulations by the New Zealand Cricket to Australia was exactly what we want to see in sport so commiserations and celebrations, New Zealand Cricket is at its uh, absolute best right now I absolutely love watching them play that's just my opinion 
Uh, guys, we have a new kind of thing happening uh, tonight. So John is, without being rude, if John was a 13-year-old boy and a couple of teenage girls walked past him, I think that's how excited he is right now. I've been trying to get this thing off the ground for months. It's our, it's our jersey bracket challenge. The Look, I love jerseys. You love jerseys. I know that um, Pete loves jerseys, and most people who follow sport love jerseys or jumpers or kits or whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. The one thing I don't like saying is shirt. Um, but I've always called it a jersey. Um, and I'm really excited to finally try and get this thing off the ground. Now, we've got a couple of for, – for the – yeah, everyone well, in our pod group's been allocated a league to look after tonight and to hmm. try and steward through the process. So this is a bit like being in the FA Cup first and second rounds. You have to get out of it to really get onto the big comp. So tonight's that position. So, so for those who have no idea what we're talking about, John, what are we? Uh, what are we actually doing over the next few weeks? Well, rather than just trying to say, okay, like here's some jerseys and just argue about it. What I wanted to do was I wanted to go through a bunch of the different major world sports leagues first up. Now, you can't include everyone. Um, so it's a bracket of 16 and the 16 leagues that we considered and we all discussed and we put out online eight, a, a while ago and we got some feedback and those 16 leagues have been seeded based on who the panel thinks has the best chance of producing the overall winning jersey. Now, at this stage, no one knows what the even the jersey is going to be that comes from the league. There's only one jersey that's progressed so far. And for those of you, Pete, remember who it was? Ah, uh, geez. Uh, that is a really good question. No, I don't. I'm trying to it was Bocca. It was Bocca Juniors. Of course it yeah. was Bocca. So Bocca are through. They, they, they've been sitting literally in the pavilion at Lords now for about eight months. Mm. and waiting for someone to play a game with them. So, and it's, it's all COVID. It's been a COVID-based issue for Boca. They're not being allowed out. Um, so uh, we're going to find someone for them to play against tonight. Um, and, yeah, so what we've got is I allocated uh, for both Pete and Paul and myself two leagues. Not necessarily I – gave, I gave us all one league that we're very comfortable with and one that we might not – be 100% with, so we get a little bit different idea. And I've also thrown out to some of our listeners, I've got some good friends of the podcast, is that what we call them? Yeah. Um, some previous guests and some contributors who've also um, picked a group of three from the league that they got allocated. And I would like, at, at worst tonight, to have most of the league squared away for who's in, and we might even go and just vote ourselves on, 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 on two of the games, and then we'll take it through. And we'll send some teams through and then uh, people can think about it. But after we get to the actual team, so like Boca against, say, Feyenoord or something like that, then we'll throw it open to the Twitter and fan vote as well as our decision as to who goes through to the next round. Does that make sense? So we'll have the – we'll have once the teams are decided, like who – you know, one team from one league and another, so it might be NBA versus Premier League or something like that. Yeah. We'll put the we'll put the voting on Twitter on a couple of different spots. We'll put it on Facebook and our Facebook group. So we'll get a combination of a whole heap of votes from different areas. And if it's pretty tight and so forth, we also have a say there. So Yeah, but what um, and so but for the first round for the say yeah. for the three. So yeah. tonight, say if 
Um, so Pete's got the NFL, right? We're going to decide which of the NFL jerseys goes through to fight it out against in their first yep. game tonight, which is the Scottish Premier League. Rightio. So what do we want to do from here, mate? You're, you're riding the uh, – you're driving the bus. Well, I think both of you guys have got a bit of skin in that game. As um, So I've asked both you and Pete to go and find the three jerseys that you would nom- nominate from those two incredible competitions. Now, the NFL is actually – seated third because I think that they've got an incredible bunch of very traditional great jerseys and people seem to love them. Yep. And the Scottish Premier League was seated 14th, so they're a bit of an outsider, but I think we all know that Scottish football is full of tradition and oh, I yeah. would never write them off. So I think what we'll do is we'll go with the underdogs first and see who the three teams are that you've brought forward for us to discuss tonight. Too easy, too easy. Rightio, I appreciate it. I, I, I love doing this, to be honest. So um, I did look at – I'm, I'm going to put this precursor out there. I did look at the Aberdeen Red and the Hearts Maroon. They were really close. Rangers, due to their fame, had to be considered because of their fame, you know, Celtic and Rangers. But I've gone in no particular order, and I, I'm ready to fight you, Pete, so hard on this. I've gone the black and white of St. Mirren. Very strong hoops. They don't just have the thin hoops. They've had the very strong black and white hoops over the years. The distinctive orange. Not many teams around the world have orange. Dundee. Dundee United, I think it is. Um, It is. And uh, obviously had to do this because you cannot go anywhere in the world without seeing one of these jerseys, the the hoops of Celtic. So they're my three. um, And I'm ready to argue with Pete on it. So black and white of St. Mirren. The bright, bright orange of Dundee United and the hoops of Celtic, uh, the three I've put up from the SPL. Mate, they're, they're sensational choices. And uh, Luke, to be to be blunt, um, NFL jerseys are incredibly traditional. Uh, it's generically block colours that you know stand out, and that's pretty much what you're uh, generically going to get. But for me, I think that uh, I'm going to nominate three teams here with uh, the incredible, vibrant purple and gold uh, combination Ooh, that is okay. Minnesota. Yep. The, the Vikings, for me, that that above-average type of a, a look with the gold accents across that purple kit, it is uh, something truly exceptional for me. Now, there's a number of teams that do wear, you know, the, the white with a bit of purple in there. You know, you see a bit of the Bills have theirs. You see a bit of Baltimore in there. Um, but I, I think that if we're going to think about a, a one team in particular that stands out with something that isn't purple, it's probably going to be the LA Chargers with their fluorescent nice. blue and their yellow accents across the shoulders and white shorts. Uh, it, it's a brilliant, clean look. And then talking about clean looks, uh, nothing says class quite like black and gold and New Orleans Saints. Oh, nice. Nice. New Orleans. Oh, that's a strong uh, set. Yeah, that's a strong set. Oh, yes. Um, Now, here the thing is, I mean, what we have to do at this point is that he knows that both of those sets of um, jerseys would – well, I've even got a Vikings jersey in my collection, believe it or not, from when Favre was there. But but he knows that both of those sets of jerseys uh, would do very well in – anyone's collection. I've got to take my hat off to both of you guys. Um, I would have said with the with Scottish Prem, I probably would have had a look at Hibernian and Hearts as well. 
I did. I, 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 I did like say hearts. Got. I did say hearts were a very strong consideration. I would probably uh, say that for the NFL, I think that Pete's got. I think the Chargers have are in my top, definitely my top two jerseys in the NFL, along with the Raiders. So, um, yeah, but I love all those choices. I, I would have had Raiders in there, and um, we and I think New Orleans is absolutely unmissable. Maybe the 49ers, and I don't know if it's due to their success or I think it's their best, the best red of, of yeah. the lot. That's just me. That's it. And I think one of the things about this challenge is that once the once we put up the jerseys, we're going to put aside all that other stuff of what we think. We're going to look at yep. the ones that are there and say, acknowledge that there's a great list. So what's going to happen is that with the Scottish Premier, um, Pete and I are both going to see if we can come up with one that goes through. And then with the – you and I will work that out, Paul. How's that sound? Sounds good. That sounds fantastic. All right, Pete. So let's look at that prim- that Scottish Premier. Like, I look at uh, those well, and I think yeah. that Celtic's the top dog. Yeah, look, Celtic definitely are um, absolutely one of the best kits um, going in the league. It's easily recognisable everywhere across the world. Um, it, it's one of those jerseys that no matter where you end up, um, you, what, the moment that you see these green and white hoops, it, it is something truly sensational. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the fluorescent gold um, advertising sticker on the front shirt there. I, I, <laughs> I just I think that clashes far too much with what we want to see. Um, Look, you, you Isn't that one of the best things about the NFL? They just don't have any advertising on their jerseys. Yeah. yeah. Look, uh, Dundee does a sensational job. However, with their Viper branding, they, they do have, um, you know, more logos on their sleeves than Kappa jerseys do. And Kappa makes mm. it look class, but Viper just goes above and beyond where they should. And that orange is very, incredibly striking. But yeah. I think that for me, if I'm if I'm going to pick one of these three, it's it's actually going to be Saint Mirren, and the reason Whoa. why Saint Mirren is really based on the the contrast between the collar and how it matches in with the yep. kit itself, and, and the way that it's been put together so well by Joma. Um, so I, for me, they get my tip, and they for me they're my favorite out of that group of three. Okay, cool. That means I've got to make a call. Look, for me, one of the things that I love most about jerseys is things that are different, right? Um, different, but the same and classic. And as a kid, you know, I would look, look at, you know, getting shoot magazines, I look at the photos. One of the things I love most about the Celtic jersey was the numbers on the shorts. Mm. You know, the numbers on the shorts on the, on the left of the shorts. So Danny McGrain would have his number 14 or four or whatever there, and I just love that. And... I, in my order for these three would be Celtic, Dundee United and St. Miriam, which means that we have to go to a casting vote, which means, Paul, you mm. get to cast a vote on the on your league. It also has, yeah, I have to go with Celtic. Um, just because it is a jersey anywhere in the world, you see it, and they've done so many different things. There's not many Celtic jerseys that you go, oh, that's an awful jersey. So, yeah, Celtic's the one representing the SBL. I've got about 10 of them in my jersey collection. They're all green and white hoops, and I've got one black one because I I never like their change-ups. But, boy, I love the green and white. And you've seen that St. Patrick's Day dress, as we do, Paul? 
and yes, everyone yeah. gets one on and it's fabulous. Well, I think some really good arguments put forward there. So right now, as we speak, the winner of the SPL representation will be Celtic. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Good arguments, Pete, though. I really liked your uh, Yeah, brilliant. There. So we're okay, have, uh, Paul, do you want to NFL? lead us out on the NFL? Um, I can't remember who we got there. We've got... Um, we've got the Vikes, the Chargers Vikes. and the Saints. Oh, you know what? They are all good. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go a little bit different here, and I'm going to go the Chargers because the jersey just represents the area. It's just that bright beach. I see the top. I want to wear it. Um, and I understand the the New Orleans one is so close as well. You see that New Orleans jersey anywhere in the world, and you know it's a New Orleans with a fleur-de-lis and so forth. But I'm, I'm going to go the Chargers. All three of these jerseys are available at the moment at Rebel as part of their classic line with some classic players. Yep. And the Vikings one with Randy Moss, which Ooh. is in purple and the purple That's and lovely. yellow. And I've got to agree with Pete that even as a Packers fan, I look at that and I, you know, I go, oh, should, I buy, should I get it for the and I, and I keep picking it up and putting it down? Because I'm like, it's just such a beautiful jersey, you know? That's me with um, a 49ers jersey. I'm a Dolphins but, fan and I see a 49ers jersey and I want to wear it. Also, then, there's the Chargers, and the Chargers there with Ladanian Tomlinson. And I think that that powder blue jersey, I think I'm actually inclined to think that I actually think that, along with the Raiders, it's the, the two best jerseys in the NFL. And so for that reason, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, good good call. And really oh, they have to be with the – I like it with the white pants. And a, Yeah, fair call. Um, really good list there, Pete. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was a great job, man. All right. Um, so that was so. Easy. We'll knock over another another one now. So let me go to the bracket and see who else we picked up, and then we're going to bring out in some outsiders. So I'm trying to be as best as I can with technology tonight. All right, let's go to another. Um, let's go to a showdown that's got me involved in it. Whoop, so whoop. I had. Um, oh, I've got both of those comps. That's no good. Oh yeah, I'm going to put that <laughs> out there and see what happens. Okay, so I've got Serie A and A League. Um, I, I, I put Serie A at second in the standings and that's because mm. I think that, you know, if, if I was really being honest, I'd put them at one because I love all their jerseys. I mm. uh, put A-League at 15. I think they've got no chance, but we'll see how we go. Okay, so my list of jerseys for those two teams is competitions. For the A-League, I went in no order with uh, Melbourne Victory, the classic yep. V. The big blue V, I think it's an outstanding jersey. Uh, looks good. It's always looked good since the start of the competition. Uh, I think it's very, you know, you know exactly who it is. And it's hard for them to go wrong sometimes, I think they do, but overall I think it's a great jersey. Secondly, I've gone with the Jets, the gold Jets. Um, I, like the, I like the Newcastle Jets, and I also went with what a very, for me, uh, I think is a super jersey. I've loved it since it came in Western Sydney. That classic flamingo look, mm. I think it looks pretty good. And I know there's a lot of honourable mentions with the Roar and 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 Sydney and whatnot. And and Adelaide wasn't an honourable mention because I think they're boring as. But I went with them them teams. And you can say you guys can feedback on how you feel about that. Now for the Serie A, which was far harder. My teams are Sampdoria. Yep, just love that jersey. Uh, I love everything about it. Trevor Booking standing in it, it just oh, oh sort of Trevor Francis and Liam Brady and guys like that. So many great memories. 
I went to Fiorentina and Batistu, the classic Nintendo Fiorentina home jersey. And last but not least, this was a really hard one. I went with Torino. I'm just so gonna, that's it, my entrance into this area. Ah, and I'm open to, to you can criticise it or say what you think could have been no, in, but that's my team's. I've got to, if I could start on this one, Pete, I'm going to go Fiorentina for the Serie A because before you said the list, I went, what's the jersey? doesn't matter who you follow or anything. What's the jersey from that competition I'd want to buy tomorrow? And Fiorentina was in my mind before you gave your list out. That's how I, that's how I did that one. Um, so I'm going to go Fiorentina. Uh, it, it, it's an incredibly tough one and I am sitting here staring at these jerseys at the moment and I look at Torino FC's jersey by Joma at the moment and, and you've got this huge Suzuki logo across the front which is four times the size of the club logo. I don't like it. Um, the away kit has a sash where it looks like it's got Suzuki across the sash. It makes it look like it's a beauty pageant. The third kit is um, a blue kit with gold. And again, although it's got the retro Torino logo, uh, the gold Suzuki across the front is incredible. You've got Beretta um, also across the front there. It's it's an interesting one. Um, to be blunt, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Torino, uh, but... That's part of the adventure of this. Now, you also mentioned Samdora. Um, so they're a incredibly recognisable brand. Mm. They, mm. They've got, obviously, Macron as their um, kit provider at the moment. And their their home kit, it's sensational. That um, that Bocaresque, uh blue, and then you've got the bar across the, the chest there with um st george's crest as well it's fantastic i I really do love their away kit i think that their away kit has done the horizontal sash brilliantly um their third kit is awful just don't look at it um just avoid it at all cost um then you mentioned fiorentina and again it is incredibly recognizable no matter where you are in the world the uh the purple it is so very very vibrant and, and It's just, you know, something that just oozes class about it. So, Mm. look, to be blunt, I'm going to end up tipping um, the Fiorentina uh, Kappa jersey, even though it does yet again have a giant advertising logo across the front, which just does not fit in with the kit because it does basically go... Um, in, in no other way to describe this, but the advertising is across the nipple line um, rather than being across the chest. It, it just so doesn't fit. Can, can we clarify this, John? Your It's your competition at the moment. Um, yeah. Are we going by the current jerseys? Because Pete's focusing on that. And it's no well, hate, I th- Pete. Or we're yeah. going on any of the jerseys. Do you That's get where part I'm of coming it. from? For me, it's whatever you'd recognise as their classic okay. home jersey, right? So. Okay. Um, I mean, it can be now, it can be like, I can see why you'd say, okay, we've got that. Um, you know, I, I totally get Pete talking about the other one. One of the things I can't wait for is getting rid of Fun 88 off the Newcastle shirt. Oh, yeah, it's embarrassing. Oh, it's years, embarrassing. Ago, years ago, the Premier League gave you the option of, of buying jerseys without the advertising on there, which they do for kids. And I'm all for that. I would certainly buy one. 
But hey, the, the advertisers pay the bills. Um, so Fiorentina? Fiorentina. Yeah, Fiorentina goes through in that playoff for, to get in for um, the Serie A. And that's what I would have voted for too, guys. So well, now we've got to get into the A-League. Just before you do, we've got Coach Chapman with us. Uh, g'day, Coach. How are we doing? I'm well, thanks, boys. Uh, how are we this evening? We, oh, I'm good. What, what about uh, oh, well, Pete and John? I think they're they're um, just about to fight about uh, A League jerseys, mate. So we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll hold we'll hold you there for a moment. We'll hold you there. I'll We're just doing back our and relax and enjoy, enjoy the show. Enjoy. Welcome aboard. Thanks, the A League jerseys. Um, you went Newcastle, the classic gold. Mm. You went Melbourne Victory with their uh, Bordeaux replica. Yep. And we've gone um, uh, Western Sydney Wanderers, which the whole jersey is part of the journey of them because that red and black just blew my mind away when it came in. So I'm finding it really hard because the traditional Melbourne Victory jersey is one I would wear anywhere, any day of the week. So for that, I'm going to go Melbourne Victory. Fair enough. Okay. Louis, uh, it's a good shout. If, if we're going historic kits then it's tough to go past your victories V. If we're going off this season's kit, then victory for me is arguably one of the worst jerseys <laughs> this season. Macron has absolutely done a dirty to victory in the in the design of this. Um, the, the V is completely off. The Macron logo doesn't fit. The fluorescent green stripes on the sleeves and the collar just don't work. Uh, the logo mate is so low, it's touching the belly button. And, and it, it just, for me, this season, Macron has potentially ruined what could have been a sensational chevron that fits across a jersey. Because um, they were they were Adidas, weren't they, for a fair while, Victor? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And Adidas did a, a very good job with the chevron and the three stripes down the sleeves and whatnot. Much, much nicer. The, the big the big V on the on the current um, Melbourne Victory jersey is just too big. Yes, it's just my yes. opinion, and and I think it takes away from the kid a fair bit. Um, yes. And if you're a bigger man like me, that V actually points right down to your belly button, saying, "Hey, this is where the beers are." And that's exactly where the logo is for the sponsor is right across the belly button, so it just doesn't work. Newcastle Jets, on the other hand, they their kit's done by Viva. Um, it to be blunt, it doesn't look as high class or as high value as we would like, but there are hidden gems on this season's uh, Newcastle kits where if you actually zoom in, you can see uh, geometric shapes in the background which have been um, put in, sublimate, uh, sublimated into the jersey. Likewise, the sponsor stands out like for thumb with a white background on a gold shirt. You, you can't miss it. Um, the Newcastle Jets logo, in a way, gets kind of lost, which is slightly unfortunate. Yeah. So it's a good kit, but for me, it's not a great kit. Now, as much as it might pain me to say this, Uh-oh. the great kit out of the three is actually going to be your Wanderers jersey because they've actually done a very good job with this. Not only has Kappa got the gold Kappa logo across there, not only is the Wanderers logo actually hidden across both bars, red and black, as well having that the, that gold star just above the logo, Voltar and the logo fits perfectly within one of those bars, and you see it really does work. 
uh, on the sleeves, the, the sponsors do fit in very, very well. So as much as it might pay me to say this out of the three, it, it's the Wanderers home kit and potentially even their second kit that, that do take the, the biscuits here. Don't look at the third kit though. Avoid it at all costs. If you do watch it, just it's like Saw movies. You kind of want to look away at times because it just goes in a horror story. So avoid the third kit, but primary and secondary, absolutely. Well, John, you don't have to um, you don't have to do the decider on this because I'm um, having a look at the um, current Wanderers kit, and I was really torn between the two. I'm going to flip based on uh, Pete's argument, and I'm going to put the Wanderers through. Uh, yeah, well, that, I, I I'm pretty happy with that because that's the one that I would have voted for myself. I just I so, love the classic flamingo look, and you remember going to that grand final at Lane Park and. And it being filled oh, with yeah. red and black, and it was just brilliant. And when beating them was even better. Well, we're just bringing in another guest. We'll just wait for him to come on as well. So we've decided with um, that was pretty easy. We didn't have to put up too much uh, of an argument with each other. So we've gone in a tight one. We've gone the Wanderers over Victory, based on their current top pretty much being pretty horrendous. And we've gone Fiorentina for the Serie A. So we've got our representatives so far. We're, we're doing pretty well. Yeah, it's been fun. And now we've got, and I know, Paul, you're the host, but we've got um, Supercoach Chapman, a great friend of the podcast, GFOP, who's been on before. And he is our acknowledged rugby expert. And he's going to get us started with the next bracket and he's going to tell us why he picked the international rugby board jerseys that he picked. So, Matt, you're up, mate. How are you going? I'm good, thanks, John. Um, mate, appreciate the invite again. Uh, I know that jerseys is a massive domain of yours. And by the sounds of it, I can't believe the detail that Paul just gave us regarding some of these A-League jerseys. Mate, that was phenomenal. Oh, no, no that, that was Pete. That's oh, Pete. Sorry, He's that's amazing. Pete. Okay, well, well, well done, Pete. I'm not quite sure I'm going to come in from the same angle because I'm not sure uh, if, if you've seen the jerseys that I've picked, but I've gone rather classic. Uh, it may represent my um, uh, time on this planet. Uh, however, uh, I am up with some of the comments that you made before is that a lot of the modern jerseys are ruined by the positioning of the advertising. I fully get that. Yep. Um, and um, we have to be very careful that we don't, uh, you know, I, I would imagine that there's a, a slight ABC tilt to this podcast where we don't have to mention sponsors' names if we don't want to. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> May save our future jobs. That's it. All right. That sounds great. Um, okay. So the three international rugby jerseys that I've selected um, all have a bit of a meaning. Uh, I've gone for the 1984 Wallabies jersey. Uh, which, <laughs> I'm loving that. That's which, brilliant. Which, that which, is a great shout. Yeah. We, look, it, it represents, of course, the only time we, uh, the Wallabies have ever gone across uh, on their northern spring tour and beaten all of the home nations. Um, but more so, uh, I think it represents the sort of style of rugby they played at the time. I mean, that, that team, you know, was uh, the three Ellers, uh, Michael Liner. Um, who else was on, in there? John Andrew Slack. Um, oh, yeah, Roger Gould. Roger Gould. Plenty of Queenslanders in there. Um, Steve Cutler. I'm pretty sure it was almost a complete New South Wales-Queensland combination, as it would have been mm. back then. Um, but it's the classic gold. Which, which some people say back then uh, was slightly orange. I'm not sure if you, if any of you boys are aware 
that there was a public vote to bring back this particular shade of gold and the current jersey. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I like that gold colour. It reminds me. Look, and you know what, guys? It was an Adidas kit. And I had the green shorts and I had them for ages and they lasted forever. And I wore them out when, you know, basically the inside lining just gave way once. But yeah, they were awesome. They were um, they were pretty baggy jerseys, those ones, I remember. I think um, mum and dad might have got me a small to medium size um, and it was huge. Maybe I just had no muscles on me at all, but they were a big jersey. <laughs> it was in, uh, certainly was an Adidas uh, kit. Um, I'm not a massive fan of the three green stripes down the sleeve. Uh, however, um, most of the shots you see of the Wallabies those days, they're running straight at you. So you can't see the, slight, the stripes on their sleeve anyway. Um, you know, uh, so, you know, you might get the occasional glimpse from the side. Uh, but, of course, you know, that was probably the start of those commercial days, wasn't it? Um, it yeah, and Michael Liner as well. Sorry, that's another one we didn't mention. Yeah. It is definitely an orange tinge to that one, though. There's... Definitely. Well, it, but it's been reflected now in the current jersey. It's gone yeah. back to that. You are right. And that was, that was a, a public demand. There was a public vote as to what shade of gold should be used. I'm just going to stop you there for one moment. Paul, we've got you on board as well. Another Paul just to confuse the show. How are you? Yeah, well, can you hear me? We definitely can hear you. Love so it. we've we got Paul on as well. And John, I'll, uh, I'll zip back into the background and you keep going. All right. So, uh, g'day, Paul. Uh, good, good to have you along. We're just Thanks, working through Matt. And I know you know Coach Chapman. He's our international rugby board specialist. Because yeah, I know that you would have just picked England Wasps and... And Saracen, so we'll run with Matt's um, rugby jersey. So, Matt, who's your second one, mate? Uh, but just just before I reveal the second jersey, it's great to have another Gooner on board tonight. Oh, very nice, yeah. Yeah, 2-0. Yeah, um, anyway, um, uh, my second jersey uh, actually is the classic uh, blue and white hoops of Argentina, uh, Los Pumos. Nice. Uh, and um, I don't really think there's actually much needs to be said about this. I, I was having a, a very brief chat with John about it prior, and I think that possibly, um, you know, save the All Blacks jersey, I, I would argue that the Argentina hoops are up there as one of the most recognisable rugby jerseys in the world. Classic. Could I, could what do you think of... Oh, sorry, what could do you I, think about I, that, Pete? You know, you, you, what, would you agree with that? No, I agree. I think that um, obviously each kit provider will provide a different, you know, a, a different look and feel to what these hoops end up being. So I think that for me, one of the most recognisable Argentina jerseys is actually the 2019 Rugby World Cup kit because those bars were were thin enough to be the same width as the logo for Argentina and the fact that we had this fantastic collar on that kit as well. I think that that stands out for me um, as a super recognisable one. And I think that Nike had always done a very good job with um, the Argentina jerseys. And like you say, it's, it's an incredibly recognisable one. And I don't think that there's anyone else who kind of like jumps to mind when, when you see the hoops of uh, blue and white mm. that mm. kind of stand out. Paul, would it be um, would it be correct to say that the the width of those hoops probably haven't changed much over thirty or forty years? 
and that's the beauty of them. That's yeah. the I think uh, I think that's oh, sorry, wrong Paul. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. Paul. <laughs> I don't think they have, but I'm going to go to the other Paul. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I won't have a clue. Um, the only <laughs> thing I know is I think they changed them once because um, they're in uh, racing. I, I think the racing team out there, the, the colours were were the same. And I think there was some sort of back of my mind. There's some kind of uh, some kind of change happened there. Yeah, quite possibly. Mm. Quite possibly. Uh, my third jersey. Um, and this may upset a few people on this particular uh, podcast tonight, but it's the solid uh, royal blue of Le Bleu. Oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Might as well yeah. chuck an island. Might as well chuck an island's kit now. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I don't think green's, green's up there with black. It's not a colour. It really isn't. Um, I think that uh, I do have a, a soft spot for blue. I think that um, I was tempted to actually reach into the alternate strip of France, not being the white, but being the dark navy blue. Mm. Uh, the reason being is that I travelled in 2007, I travelled with a mate for 36 hours from uh, the Gold Coast to Marseille, only to watch our ass get kicked by England in the quarterfinal. <laughs> so... After being after being tunnelled up the main street of Marseille by about five thousand England supporters singing, they're leaving on a jet plane. Uh, when I just arrived on one, I very quickly found a French uh, supporter and swapped jerseys with them. And it happened to be the dark navy, which I thought was actually quite classic, but probably not as recognisable as the the royal blue of of uh, of France. Well- You've thrown up the uh, first upset of the uh, of the jerseys tonight. I reckon, no matter what we choose here, I think I think um, many many people would have had the uh, All Blacks pitch. Uh, I think position number one there. Not sure what you guys think. Boring. Yeah, but I would I would have had the All Blacks, but uh, I'm pleased they didn't make it too. So how are we gonna how are we gonna decide this one? Well, um, Everyone who's on gets a vote, apart from um, Matt, because it's his his baby, so he doesn't get a vote. Do I get so, a casting vote if it's a tie? If it's a tie, yeah, you get the casting vote, mate. Fantastic. So who are you going? Who are you going, Pete? Uh, based on the images that are in front of me at the moment, it's got to be France. Oi. Uh John. I am going to go with the eighty-four Wallabies. We're in big trouble. I'm going Argentina. And the other, Paul? Well, I have to be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of the French, but um, in the nicest possible way, um, they're, they're Britain's favourite allies. Um, I'm going for France. I love the kit. Whoa, France through. France Game no need, over. No need for casting vote. <laughs> Trompe le monde. Look out. <laughs> France Sacre- is through. Sacre bleu. <laughs> what about there's a panel of 30 people making a decision? You know what? And I think we're very diverse as well. Um, so we've got pretty much every culture and every community group recognised on our panel now with uh, <laughs> with the four of us here, five of us. So um, we'll um, keep Matt there if that's okay because he does have another bracket to throw in for us. But we're, while we've got um, Paul there, and for those – Paul, do you want to identify yourself and what your uh, – the fact that you were born actually – at Highbury, is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's right. In on the, the ground? Cent- on the centre circle. Of course not. Delivered by uh, well, Frank McLintock? It, it, actually, if, if I was, I'm a little bit... Um, yeah, that's about the right time, to be fair. Yeah, yeah no, I, my family were season ticket holders at the Arsenal ever, as soon as they went to North London. So, yeah. And I had to leave it. 
I had to I had to leave it all behind about four or five years ago. But what's your what's your favourite well, Arsenal jersey you can remember? It's really hard. I mean, the the Highbury Memorial shirt, the Cranberry one with the gold lettering, Bergkamp, and a lot of the um, a lot of the Invincibles still in the team stands out for me. I love it. But there's a, a little known sort of late nineteen seventies away kit that was basically just yellow with a massive yes. blue cannon in the middle of the sh- of yes, the shirt. Paul, yes. And I just love it. I, I Has reckon... it got a little circle around the cannon? No, nah, nothing. Just a massive cannon. <laughs> we, mm. We've spoke we've spoken about that jersey before, I'm sure of it. That's an yeah. absolute that's a sensation. Yeah. Oh, it looks like you're sponsored by Opel. Poor Barber. <laughs> how how good is it to have a massive cannon? Well, I'm saying nothing, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, Paul's task for tonight was to bring us some um, some heat from La Liga, and Paul's obviously a seasoned European veteran, knows all the clubs inside out. He's probably got a the only people I've got encyclopedic knowledge of football. I'm going to put Pete, our friend Sean, and Paul, and these guys are incredible. So, uh, uh, Paul, you've got your, your teams. Who you got first, and why? Yeah, yeah, cheers for that massive build-up, by the way. Um, mm. Right, so, look, I'm, I won't really order them. I've got Blaugrana first. Um, the Barcelona shirt, I think everyone knows. The blue, the deep claret. I, I think that's what Grana means. I could be wrong. Um, the fact that it had no ads for a million years until it got to mm. UNICEF. Um, and I, don't, I think they've had it pretty much for the whole of their existence. Um, and it's just iconic. Um, the only trim on it really is the, the Catalan colours, the yellow and the, the red. So I think I've got, it would be impossible to go into La Liga without sticking that one up, uh, the history of the club. I think my favourite um, version of the Barcelona kit is when Stoichkov and Haji were there and it was all super tight and super tight <laughs> shorts and they all looked amazing. Yeah, cool. All right, and uh, next? Yeah, kind of wider wider stripes on that one. Not, not my favourite one of their shirts, but yeah, cool. Uh, Atletico Madrid, um, oh, yeah. known as uh, Los Colchoneros, um, the mattress makers. And um, the reason for that is their shirt, because apparently old mattresses in the history of the day were, were that kind of colour. And um, apocryphal story that they originally um, made the shirts out of older offcuts from a mattress factory. So, um, but that aside, some great players and a classic looking shirt. Um, right, what if I was put to put to you that's a little bit, a little bit too much like... Uh... A Sunderland jersey. Uh, listen, there are plenty of Sunderland lookalikes around the world. Oh, I, okay, you know, fair enough. Go to, go to the Dutch league. They're all wearing Sunderland shirts, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, they're coming up soon. Yeah. All right. right. And the last um, one you've got? Yeah, it can only be one team. Uh, the team that made the white shirt kind of um, the, what it is. Um, the history. It, actually, the reason I like the Real Madrid shirt, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, you'll ask me what one I'm going to pick in a minute, I guess. But it's got a history of shirts around it. So they nicked it off Corinthians, um, the London Corinthians. So I would sort of have a little liking of it um, because of their sport, you know, Corinthian um, spirit and all that stuff. But it's where, you know, it's where Leeds got their white shirt from. Mm, and the so, white pants as well. And I'm going to say time. something here that probably way better coming from Pete rather than me because the pronunciations <laughs> yeah. are way better is, you know, my favourite Real Madrid jersey is the Fernando Hierro era with Teca purple on the front. Remember they had yeah. the purple stripes? Yeah. Love that. Love that. Yeah. So, so we're going to get into our votes, boys? Yeah, let's rock and roll. Paul, you go do the order. Well, uh, 
I'll, I'll go with uh, Tony Barber. It's easier for me to say that. So, Tony, <laughs> you don't you don't get a vote at the moment, mate. What happens is the rest of us vote, and if there's a decider, you get the final say. Um, so we'll start with you, John. I'm going to go with Real, purely for that Tekka one and the, the, the great Fiander Hieros and uh, Raul and all those guys and what's his name in goal? Who's the great goalkeeper again? I've forgotten his name. I can't believe it. World Cup winning captain. Him. All good. You know, I used to love Real Madrid and then I got sick of them. But when they were going for the, uh, the Decima and all that, I thought mm. they were a fascinating team. Um, I, I prefer what they were than what they've become. So, but yeah, I really cool. love their jersey. And I've got a couple of them. Coach She, mate, I think I'm going to go for Barcelona or Barcelona um, because I think that what they've done is uh, that they've managed to actually combine the only uh, the only solution or the only possible team that's ever combined New South Wales and Queensland colours together um, <laughs> successfully. And they did it by a splash of gold in there. So uh, good on them and, um, and go the boys. Awesome one all there, Pete. Uh, I'm going to follow suit and uh, support Barcelona in this jersey battle. I think that um, that they had a a few years where they hicked things up and um, got a bit mixed up. We think about the, the 1990 and 2000 jersey that Nike did that made them look like FC Basel instead of looking like a Barcelona side. We think about 2000 and 2001 when their bars quietly looked like... Um, Oh, mate, they were just astronomically wide and made it look more like a basketball shirt than an actual football jersey. Um, again, even this season, it's been mucked up even more by trying to replicate what the Barcelona jersey is on the actual jersey, and it's chaotic. But that said, it is incredibly memorable and it's incredibly recognisable. And in a way, it's a jersey that helped you know, set a true footballing identity. Yep. My decision's based on a boy who is now 13, but when he was nine, he was given the choice of my, um, he got a uh, Real Madrid uh, jacket, like a zip-up kind of warm-up jacket. And he then said, oh, look, can I have a jersey? So I gave him the choice set of a um, Barca and uh, Real Madrid jersey. And he now loves Barca jersey. So he doesn't care about the um, doesn't care about the team. He just loves that jersey. So for that, uh, and being my son, I'm going to go. But I'm going to put Barcelona in. He enjoys wearing it. Straight bets. <laughs> All right, and that puts Barca through, and Real are eliminated. There you go. Mm, it's so uh, much I've, for Zidane. Paul, uh, it was a good idea that you did not choose the current Barcelona third jersey. Have you seen that? <laughs> No, no. It's look. It's as bad, if not worse, than the Western Sydney Wanderers' third kit, and it's <laughs> as horrific as the Tottenham away kit, which just makes it look like there was an oil spill on a jersey. Yeah, um, correct. Just oh, it just no. Apart it, from it, apart yeah. from clear commercial marketing, why do teams need a third kit? Well, this one, obviously, uh, uh, I could say something that'll get us all cancelled, so I won't. It looks like Tetris has yes. um, taken over the world or, or something along those lines. It is absolutely horrendous. 
All right. Well, I think we got a pretty good result from those uh, different brackets, guys. And like on behalf of the panel here and Paul and um, Paul and Pete, I want to thank you very much. Now I know Matt, you'll be back on maybe for our next part of the bracket challenge, maybe in a couple of weeks' time, because um, you're also an NRL expert. And there's a fair chance that Paul could become an expert in something else as well. So, um, what do you reckon? Sounds good, NRL, and that'll be next uh, next visit, yeah. Next start, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are we allowed to put? Are we allowed to put some uh, undue pressure on you? And um, and North Sydney Bears are going to be in there. Well done, good uh, on you for putting North Sydney in. I really respect you. They've actually already been selected. <laughs> You're beauty. No, <laughs> and, and Paul, hey, that, Gaffer, that, that, I've got jerseys have already been selected. Gaffer, oh. I've got you're off the hook too, mate, because I've I've got an error to busy specialist. Thank God for that, because um, yeah, the, uh-huh. I, I know them fractionally less than I know all the Spanish shirts. Yeah, but yeah cheers. So well, wow, <laughs> wow, look at all those um, red and white jerseys. Okay, yeah, exactly. All right, guys. <laughs> thank you. Love having you guys on. Thank you so much. Cheers, guys. Thanks, lads. Always good fun. So that's interesting. Um, we've got who have we got so far? So uh, do you want to do a bit of a summary? Um, yeah. On what we got there at the moment. So far from the Serie A, we have Fiorentina going through. Yep. From the A League, we've got the Western Sydney Wanderers. Yep. From Scottish Premier League, we've got Celtic. Yep. Um, from the NFL, we've got the Chargers. From the IRB, we've got Classic France. Oh, I cannot believe that. And what? Barcelona. So what seed, can you, can you let us know what seed um, the IR, uh, sorry, the International Rugby Board jerseys were? What seed the IRB was seeded as seven. They, they've dropped down the seedings, mate, in my mind. Right. Well, they're going up against the Eredivisie, and I'm going, I want to oh. do that with you guys tonight because I have had um, some input from our Eredivisie specialist, which I've shot you through a couple of pictures. People will probably know most of some of you already, Paul, but um, our our visit specialist and very good friend of the podcast, Niels, um, oh, has sent us in <laughs> has sent us in his um, his get that done tonight don't, as well, along with one Don't or two say more. him yet. Don't say him yet. FC U- yep. Utrecht has to be in there, right? Because he's a Utrecht let, fan. So let me come in. He's got the reasoning, okay? So <laughs> yeah. here we go. From Niels, his his uh, oh, I'm just going to drag him up because I, I want to make sure I get him right. Okay, first of all, um, his first entrant is the classic PSV from 1991 mm. to 92, mm. um, which is a uh, you know, that's a classic jersey, that's Bobby Robson time, isn't it? It is. Uh, the second jersey is FC Utrecht, yeah, which is obviously Neil's hometown. <laughs> And his home team. And he wanted to make a special point, though. So we look at that jersey. He said he loves the current one because it's got the um, the diagonals from the city emblem and the city's um, church spire tower is what you can see there is that dark area through the, through the red part. And finally, he said, I could put in the, third, the final one. So I went with Willem Tway, which was voted mm-hmm. as the best jersey in... Um, Holland a couple of years in a row. So I didn't go with Ajax, uh, Ajax and, you know, yeah. it was too easy. But the this is Niels. Anyway, Niels actually said he wanted Willem Tway anyway. So 
as a Dutchman, his nominations are PSV, Utrecht, and Willem Twee. And I tell you what, there is a theme in in Holland, and that's red and white. Oh, definitely. I, I, the issue I have with the current um, FC Utrecht jersey is that um, it looks like the old um, Bayern Munich jersey. Yeah, it's just yeah, been recycled. So. Yeah, it's been recycled or upcycled yeah. in today's uh, world. Yeah. So, uh, guys, yeah. Uh, go for it. Yeah, I don't know what you want to, where you want to go. On I that. can see that. Well, we've all got to vote. So, um, mm. I have to say that if I was looking for a classic. Dutch team, and it's not it's not Ajax. And look, I mean, people in Holland they they run pretty deep with their football, and I I, I can't. But I think as long as he's standing up on this side of the earth, he's probably not putting Ajax, Ajax into this boat. No, so, he's not. Him and we've had fights on that. Yeah. So and and that's fine. He's a Dutch. He's a Dutchman. Um, some people might get, you know, you might get a chance to repertoire him another time. For me. Uh, I really like the um, Villain Tway classic, um, and I love the I love their name. And every time I hear their name mentioned, I always go, "Oh man, that sounds so awesome!" But I'm going to go with PSV. Pete, PSV is a good shout. Um, it's uh, you know a pretty pretty recognisable design, especially with Puma at the moment. Um, you know, generically PSV jerseys don't go wrong. Um, I'm slightly disappointed that we don't have a Heraven, um, kit being mentioned with the incredibly cute, uh, red hearts across the blue and white bars. Uh, I've always considered that to be one of my, you know, secret favorite kits in a way, but, um, you know, Willem Twer. Uh, has to get the the victory here. Um, it's it's sensational, especially since. I'm going to flip and go back to Villa, and that's where I wanted to be. So that's what I wanted. Unfortunately, okay, well, my the IX Amsterdam third kit isn't mentioned. So unfortunately, I, ha- I have to go Villa and Twee. What do yeah, you well, think, that, um, Yeah, I have sorry. to go. It, I, I I I've been thinking a little bit differently about this and thinking we're. we're Part of this is that we're trying to put up the jerseys. They're really going to um, put that league up against the other leagues, right? And I don't think we've put – this is just my opinion. I don't think we've put our best foot forward because I think that when we're looking at this, we're going to, they're going to be going up against other leagues and other people's opinions, right? So I believe you're right in terms of the, the aesthetics of the jersey. But in terms of it being a strong jersey representation, I think it had to be Eindhoven or uh, Ajax. For people outside of our group, that's my. Do you get my rationale for that? Like, yeah, but jerseys. I mean, some of the best jerseys ones you've never seen, like Newport. I understand that, but when you when we're asking people outside of this, um, uh, look, just before we do, just want to say thank you so much to Pete. He's actually going to leave the show as well. Uh, just for tonight, not forever. Pete has been coaching nonstop. He's been putting together futsal stuff for the whole country. He's absolutely tireless. Pete's got about an hour's drive home. So please, mate, be safe, and uh, we'll catch you on the podcast next week. Good on you, Pete. Right, You're a legend, um, mate. Looking forward to hearing uh, how this discussion ends up on the pod later on and uh, looking very much look forward to uh, the next bracket.
because based on uh, the teams who have already progressed so far, we definitely have a uh, a rainbow assortment of kits with you know the yep. red and black, your green and white. Oh man, this is going to be exciting to see how we progress from here. Pete, be safe. We'll get you on the uh, obviously as one of the hosts. We'll uh, get you on the podcast next week. Thanks very much, guys. See you. See you, mate. So yeah, I suppose my argument there. John, and it's a twofold, and it's going to be the beauty of this whole exercise, is are we going for the kit that's the strong representation against the other leagues, or are we going for that standout kit? And I think that's the... I, I don't disagree at all with your aesthetics on this choice. I, I just don't think we're putting a strong foot forward for other people. Well, I think the thing is the heart it wants what the heart wants. And, and, and if, <laughs> you know, not everything, not everything is... Uh, not everything's black and white, to quote... Uh, a phrase, especially of Newcastle United, and there's not a lot of black sense. and white coming through. And some of the most classic jerseys in the world are black and white, but I don't think any of them are going to make it onto this list. In fact, I know it because I don't think there's many more to come. So it's it is it is in the eye of the beholder. I think I think one of the things I did like about Neil's uh, Neil's choices was that he he went, you know, he he didn't hide the fact that his team is his team. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and and you know, and with when it comes to jersey, hey, bias is running pretty deep because you know what a Rangers jersey comes up, never vote for it. Yep, and that's why you know Rangers I mean? didn't. That's why Rangers didn't make my list tonight. But but, uh, but there's going to be a lot of people who, who wouldn't the same with with self, but whatever. But it's really interesting to see. I mm-hmm. yeah, do I think they can win? No, but I don't think Australia's going to win the 2020 World Cup. And guess what? The Eredivisie is <laughs> up against the IIRB Rugby to get into the next round. So you just wrote yes. them off. Yes, I did. But so I one of those two is going to go through. Yeah, we might be surprised. So what are we up to now, mate? Uh, are we done for the brackets for tonight? No, we've got. I'll tell you what we'll do is we'll we'll, we'll say a couple of. Um, we might do one more that's gotten through, yeah. and just so we can round that out. No, some discussion I can have with you. Um, I'm going to take you to the AFL bracket. Yep. Oh, and I, for the AFL bracket, I went to a, a very good friend of mine, who's a who's a born into Collingwood supporter. His dad played for the club. Um, he's, you know, that in, when just he's, he's, he, he lives and breathes it just like you. Yep. And he had a bit of a tough time with it. And he went back and forwards and, um, and his final list was pretty interesting um, because we're just looking purely, you know, you're talking about the aesthetics of the Jersey and what's the best looking Jersey. And I'm going to get his up now. So, just, can you still hear me? Yeah, mate. Before you do, right. you want me to give you? Do you want me to give you three off the top of my head? Yeah. Just to just to to highlight that, I everyone knows I'm a Richmond supporter, right? Yeah. Um, and and you might be surprised at the three that I would put up there. Mm. And and I would put up there, and my dad will hate me forever. I would put up there Carlton. Yeah. That traditional, you know, the navy blue with just the white. You know what I mean? I would put up uh, West Coast Eagles. Um, the, it's kind of like a charges kind of thing that I'm looking at there. Um, and potentially for my third one, and it might surprise a few people here, but I'll actually put the Brisbane Lions. That doesn't mean I'd ever wear any of those jerseys, people, but they're the three that I would have put up as the really strong, um, you know what you're getting when you see those jerseys. I think the Lions one's pretty strong. I know that Rob actually wanted to go with Fitzroy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, in can the see final, that. I can see that. In the yep. final Fitzroy, and I... Hello? 
Oh. Hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, mate. Yep. Yeah. All good. So he, he 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 lost the um Fitzroy. Yeah. Went with Rich, Richmond, um, the Bulldogs, and and who was the other one? Uh, Richmond, the Bulldogs, and oh, uh, I think Adelaide. Hang on. No, no. Can't remember. I I tell you what I'm gonna say it's Carlton and and Richmond and the Bulldogs. Wow. Well I look I'm gonna do the honorable thing, John, and I'm actually gonna drop out and let you make the choice here because now that Richmond's in there, it's impossible for me not to put them forward. So I'm I'm gonna pull out and I'm gonna let you have the deciding vote on those. Well, three. I think we can hold it because I do think that we you know, in fairness to Pete there, like the dude's a real savant of different jerseys and I what I really liked about what Pete was saying was that Pete, Pete's um, what Pete is is a he's a phenomenal researcher and he goes and looks at the stuff and he takes it all very in very deep. He's got great reasons for why he thinks things work and why they don't. So well, I really I think, don't want to have the casting vote. I'd like to give him a, a look at it and maybe we can get his feedback back by a um, messenger or something and put it up. But for me, if I was voting for those three, I would be going with Carlton. Yep. Well, mate, I can tell you right now, Rich will put their new jersey yeah. out. And if you want to go down Pete's line of thinking, we've got um, a horrendous new jumper. Yes, it's black with the yellow stripe, but we're talking about sponsors here. And we've gone from Jeep to NIB, and on our yellow traditional stripe is green. So if you bring up the new Richmond jersey just released today, and it's caused a whole heap of... Uh, I, I put it up on a poll on a Richmond page I run, and it's caused a massive debate. Most people are, think it's awful. Um, we've got Latitude Pay on the back, which is blue, and then we've got NIB on the front yellow stripe, which is green. So I don't know if you can bring that up and have a look. <laughs> oh, no, you, I, you, it is really bad. I, I think the thing that this is a different question about sponsorship and jerseys. And honestly, and we said it during the, during the, um, during the, podcast that the NFL does it so much better because they just don't have them well, and they don't have it on the ground they don't have any of that stuff and you know it just looks so much better well you know I'll still probably buy it right but this is the first time I've considered not buying a, um, a, a Richmond jersey and I usually buy one a season to support the club but I think I'll just get a uh, keep my grand final winning ones and I might just <laughs> buy a polo shirt because <laughs> Look, why can't NIB be black on that? Do you get what I mean? Like, I know green is their colour, but if you're going to be a sponsor, everyone knows who NIB is. And the black on the yellow would have looked really good. I know Jeep did that because it's not a traditional Jeep colour, but Jeep had black on the yellow stripe and it looked good. We've got green on the front and blue on the back. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it ruins the jersey. It does. Well, the good news is, as far as jerseys go, we've got a couple of matchups decided. Yep. And we can work out how we're going to get that out there. But I think we might – I think that rather than us arguing about the round of 16, now that we've got the, the teams in, we might put a couple of these games out to the poll and see what people think, what the people think, and then we'll have a vote as well and, and talk about it. But the current um, game is decided for a matchup. Uh, Barcelona – oh, no, because we don't have their international football opponent. That'll come next week. That's already – I've already got the list from a very good friend of the – um, podcast Sean he's given me those teams um, we, we can do that next week uh, or another time yep. uh, we've got the 
we don't have anybody for the Bundesliga at this stage. If anybody out there wants to um, get involved and send us the three jerseys for that, feel free. It's not about whether, you know, us going, oh, we hate those. It's like if you put your hand up and want to do it, your jerseys go in. Yeah, we'll we get do that have up a matchup. The, uh, we'll get that up. Yep. We've got matchup between the Serie A, which is um, that was uh, was that Fiorentina against yep. against uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. Oh, yep, that's a good We've one. We've got France rugby against <laughs> Wilhelm Tway. How good's that? That is good. We've got how often would they play against each other? Wouldn't you love to see Serge <laughs> Blanco going up against you know? Um, Freddie Canute or something like that. Oh my god! And we've got the uh, the LA Chargers against Celtic. Oh, I think yeah. I won't say anything on that. That's there's some. This is good. This is some games to be really decided nice. there. You know, it might take us a while to get into the finals, but it's something fun to talk about. And and yeah, we we we, we want everybody out there to get involved. Like honestly, if we need, I, we do need someone to do Major League Baseball. Oh, I've got it. Stuart Anthony, a friend of the a friend of the pod. Um, Stuart is an absolute baseball nut. Knows everything about baseball. So Stuart will uh, be coming hunting for you. Uh, right. He's actually you'll see him on the Facebook group. Um, All right. So you're going to reach out to Stuart. We'll reach out okay. to Stuart for the MLB. Yep. Brilliant. And we also need. So that's good. That's good. We need the Bundesliga. Yep. Got to be someone out there who likes German football. I could. We could easily do it, but. I don't still want to take everything over, and I think that's just about it. Everything else has so, been covered off. So at the moment, we need MLB and we need um, the um, Bundesliga. Okay, so yeah. we'll put that. We'll, we'll put some shouts out to our group on Facebook. Um, we'll ask Stuart to do that for the baseball side of it. Um, that's covered for the Bundesliga. There are a few people I know there as well who live and breathe it and go over there all the time to watch games. So we'll try and get a couple of people. If not, we'll put it out to the world to uh, help us out there. Mate, congratulations to the Aussie T20 team. Uh, Dave Warner and Mitch Marsh, let me bag you all the time and your careers will finish up fantastically. The one thing I want to say about Mitch Marsh, he was in an interview and he said, yeah, most of Australia hate me. Um, and in all fairness, I haven't done well in the test scene. I've been given plenty of chances. I just thought it was one of those really refreshing interviews. He, he wasn't saying, poor me, and hey, stick it up, you guys who don't love me. It was just a really great interview. So congratulations to those guys, and haters are going to hate anyway. And uh, special thanks to you, mate. This is um, I didn't know how these jersey brackets and everything were going to work, and it's an absolute ball to be part of it. And getting uh, Coach Shee and, and Tony Barber on, Paul Barber, um, would have been nice um, if we had a, called him PB or something else just to mix it up. But he does have on his on his training jersey, on his training shirt. Yep, he's actually yep. got his initials on it. Well, maybe we should have gone. He's uh, the real PB deal. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. So, mate, great, great effort. I'm looking forward to how this progresses over the next few weeks. Uh, any final things uh, that you want to say tonight? It's uh, been a good pod. No, nah, because I really wanted to do this, and uh, you know what? It's that the, it, the program's called Love Sport. Last week wasn't much fun talking about COVID and all that sort of stuff. Uh, the reasons why we love sport sometimes it's the it's the simplicity of being a kid and going, man, I love that jersey. That looks so good. Absolutely, and I want to go for that team. And I, I do want to say to people who do listen to the podcast and get involved on our Facebook uh, group, feel free to invite other people. It's called the Love Sport Podcast. It's a group for anyone who loves sport. 
Um, it's gr- it's a growing community and the people are starting to get really involved. I'm not sure if you noticed this week, the kind of um, the activities with people getting involved has started to build up a bit as well. Yeah, cool. Feedback and comments. So um, feel free to invite other people on there, guys. Once I see the invite and I see you're all connected, I, I um, get you on there. Um, we've had some absolutely fantastic feedback from people this week. Um, so continue to do it. You can get us on Facebook, Twitter. You can get John at uh, Lambic Peach, get Paul at Paul underscore football and Pete at Pete Novikowski. This has been the Love Sport Podcast. Keep on loving sport. I'll do a bit of editing on the way to work tomorrow, mate. That was really good. Congratulations to you on... Thanks for joining us for the Love Sport Podcast. I was Paul, your host, joined by John and Pete. And uh, we covered our jersey bracket or started it. So if you want to talk to us about that, you can get us on Love Sport Podcast on Facebook and also our Facebook group. You can ask to be invited. We'll get you on there. You can also get me at Paul underscore football, John at Lambic Peach, and Pete at Pete Novikowski. This is, was, and always will be the Love Sport Podcast. Yeah, we'll probably stay around for a bit. <laughs>